Hello, Strongtown. This week's episode was recorded on Sunday, April 26th, and I think we might start calling this our live from the living room series. We're welcoming Kathleen back for the blah, blah, blah. reset, reset. Hello, Strongtown. This week's episode was recorded on Sunday, April 26th, and I think we might start calling this our Live from the Living Room series. We are welcoming Kathleen back for a roundabout episode where we talk about the random shows we've been watching, the Strongtown online classes, Zoom, morning coffee, and happy hour calls, as well as what non-gym things we are looking forward to getting back into once this whole pandemic is lifted. Most importantly, the fate of our washer and dryer is currently in limbo and was also discussed on this week's episode. We hope everyone is hanging in there and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Strongtown Talks. This is a show where we talk with the people and friends of the CrossFit Strongtown community. I'm your host, Dan Gallagher. Is he buying the washer and dryer? No. I mean, he said he'll contemplate it and then he'll pass it along to tenants. But every single time I give him information, he's like, thank you so much for passing along that information. Why do you think he doesn't want the washer and dryer? I have no idea because I would jump on it if I was him. I would jump on it too. Maybe because then he has to maintain it. So if it ever dies, then he would have to replace it because it's considered to be part of the rental unit. It's a good perspective. See, I would look at it that it adds value to the unit and it would be easier to rent if there's a washer and dryer here. I agree, but it's in his better interest if he could get a tenant to buy it and then it's just kind of on them. It's true. Kathleen, we are recording. We're live now. Oh, can you hear yourself? I can hear myself, Good. which is always enjoyable for me. Part of what's happening, this is kind of a follow-up to we're going to jump around a little bit in this conversation. We're going through a roundabout in this one today. Sure. We had a happy hour event at the gym the other night, sort of a online version of our Friday night beer wad. Yeah. Beer wad has been a tradition at Strongtown for a while where it's not really a workout. It's more of a time when people come to the gym, they drink beer. There's normally some people who work out at that time, and I feel bad for them because they tend to get heckled a little bit. Or cheered on. Or cheered on, Yes. And when we had the Friday night version of it the other night that we're doing on Zoom now, it came up in the conversation that there's a lot of people buying houses and moving right now, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, it is. We are in that group. Correct. So we're moving from Sandy Hook to Newtown. There is Taylor and Ryan, who's in that group. There is Katrina. And the last one was Kelly. Kelly Norris. It was a house she had put an offer on earlier and then it fell through. And then now it's back on the market. And, and it came back, yeah. It, and she was great. able to get it. Mm-hmm. She was very excited about that, which is cool. So excited. I'm excited for everyone. So lots of people moving right now. Yeah. And what we've been looking at is the place we're renting now has a washer and dryer in it. Yes. And we were hoping the landlord would take it off us, but he doesn't seem to want to. So we will figure out what we're doing with it. But the only reason we want him to take it off us is because you guys built it basically in the bathroom where it currently sits and we don't think we're going to be able to get it out. I would love to have it because it's front loading, which uses less water. And we're moving to a house with a septic, an original septic to the house. So the septic's from the 60s. And I think we can probably get get another five to 10 years out of it. But if we could maybe get more if we were very conservative of water over these next couple years. And the best way, one of the best ways to do that laundry wise is to have front loading as compared to top loading washers. See, I never, I mentioned this to someone the other day and by someone, I probably mean Mikey. 
And he did not know that there was a difference between front loading and top loading. And neither did I. From like a water perspective? Yes. I, I wouldn't imagine most people do. Do you think it's gravity? What's the difference? I don't actually know. But it was one of the things that our office at work, we deal with a lot of septic systems. And so I know that the more water you use, the more you use your septic system. That's just kind of natural. So one of the first things I asked when they had did the inspections was, what are your top couple things that will use less water that we can do in the house? And that was one of his pieces of advice. So it's not something I knew, but I at least knew the questions to ask. You, you always have really good questions. Thanks. <laughs> One of your questions for today was, what are we talking about on the podcast? Exactly. Which was also a very good question. One of the things we were hoping to talk about, which is sort of parlaying off what we just mentioned, was about some of the online offerings that we're doing at the gym. Yeah. It just came up the other day. I got a phone call from Truck. I feel bad for Truck because he somehow fell off my email list. Yeah, I send out emails basically every week to people and somehow Truck, he's been at the gym for, I don't know, five years now and he's never been on the, I don't even know how this happened, but Truck has never received any of my emails. I think he may have been on the list for a while and now he was taken off it or whatnot. But so he called me the other day and he was asking about what we're doing at the gym and I brought up the Zoom classes and he had no idea what I was talking about. Oh no. So I felt really bad for him and because he had heard about it and then he felt like he wasn't in the loop or that he just wasn't getting invited to some of these things. Like he Everyone's was, in the loop. Yeah, there's no cool club here. We're all in this together. So I felt really bad for him, but I, I we got him there and now he's been doing the Zoom classes and he's really been enjoying them. We, we have been doing online classes Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we typically do one class on the weekends. One thing that has changed for us with the online classes we used to be able to do when we would program a workout, the fact that it was an AMRAP or a four-time workout wasn't as big of a factor. When we're doing these classes online, we're trying to be a little bit more considerate of the programming that you're asking people to be a part of a group or part of, you know, sitting in front of their computer or iPad or whatever for that amount of time. So we're trying to approach the programming for those workouts in such a way that they are AMRAPs or station rotations or Tabata type workouts. It's something where everyone is going to be working for the same period of time. So you don't get one one person who finishes the workout in 10 minutes and another person is working to 25 minutes on it. That makes sense. So trying to keep sort of the group together. So that's been a little bit of an adjustment for us. And we've also been learning some stuff in terms of trying to do a digital whiteboard. We even have a, a phone set up now that's just on the clock. Which is a great idea. So you get one sort of little view, which is always a clock so people can see that, which is one of those things that I think most people at home, you know, especially if they're using their phone to work out, the phone is typically the timer and now you're asking them to use it for the Zoom call. So it's nice to tr try to get that on there for people. We've been doing the Zoom classes. We've also been doing morning coffee on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I've noticed because your alarm goes off very early. It does. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Trying to keep the routine. It is typically me, Tune, and Rich Snitzel right now. We are the uh, the core three. And what have you guys been talking about? We're all over the place. I've been talking a lot about the PPP loans and everything going on. Uh, Tune, his wife owns Southbury Dental Care, yes. which they recently took over probably within this past year. He was at the point where they were looking at potentially buying the space that they're in. So we've been talking about that. We've been talking about the gym. Rich also works for himself or he has his own small business. So he, we've been talking about how he's been impacted by this and that everyone's kind of going through. So small business chat. Yeah, Morning it, coffee. It, it has been. And then every now and then we get the occasional person who hops on. So this past Friday, we had uh, Sarah, Rich's wife. Yes. And you guys got to talk about doggies. I know. They, they meant to, they were supposed to check out the dogs yesterday. Yeah. So they're 
looking to adopt two dogs. I'll be finding out tomorrow morning. On morning coffee. Sarah was full in. Rich, I felt like he was a little bit more hesitant in terms of whether or not they'd be taking home the dogs or not. Anyway, so they were looking at two dogs and uh, we, we just sort of been touching base and seeing how people are doing. That is, and it helps keep your routine if you want an excuse to wake up at the same time you used to. It does, get yes. yourself in a nice little pattern. Of waking up really early. Morning coffee. And having the alarm clock go off. Morning coffee is a good motivation to do it. I, I feel like it just makes me drink more coffee though because I wake up earlier and then it's just more coffee. I think you'll take any excuse to drink more coffee. As we've been packing, I found a stash of coffee that was in one of the cabinets that I didn't know was there, mm. which was a nice little jackpot during this this crisis when we can't really go to the store as much. I need to, I can't be as picky and choosy about the, uh, the coffee that I'm drinking. That is true. The other online stuff that we've been doing is we have the morning coffee, we have the happy hour, we have the Zoom classes. Becky has also been doing a bit of mobility session. Yes. About once a week. Which is such a good idea. Which I, I think is something we all could use at this time. Absolutely. Take the time to do that. I actually feel like during the, my workouts, like at home, I really struggle to create enough time to actually do mobility. And I love doing yoga. So I feel like I love to stretch, but sometimes I just don't have the patience by myself to stretch it out. And I'm like, I should, should just start the workout. I feel like I'd always neglect stretching and warming up a bit at the gym. Yes. And now that I'm home, it gets neglected even more. I've noticed. But we worked out the other day. It was good. Did. I, I warmed up a little bit. You did warm up a little bit. And the workout kicked my butt. I feel like I heckle you a little bit to work out, to warm up. Yeah. Mikey does the same. Except Mike and I, go. we're we're just on opposite ends of the spectrum. I just want to get right into it. Mike wants to do five pound increments the entire way up the line for whatever barbell movement we're doing. Well, then it's a good compromise. You meet in the middle. It is. So that's sort of the world of the online classes that we've been doing at the gym right now. We've also been doing the whole Strong Town Plus thing in terms of trying to give people a little bit more of a personalized delivery for the workout. And overall, the feedback back on that has been pretty positive for people and it, I feel like it's been a good exercise for us because it is making me think about the di- the workouts a little bit differently mm-hmm. just because the messages that we're sending out to everyone that's on this program right now is really being tailored based on what they have for equipment and sort of where they're at so if someone only has dumbbells or a kettlebell or if they have if they have a barbell but they don't have a lot of weights or if they have a rig or even even things in terms of understanding one of the big issues we're dealing with is you know, people's home gyms might not be as condensed as they would be at the actual gym. So uh, Jen Artman and Holly, for example, their pull-up bar is kind of on the opposite side of the house from where they're typically working out. Oh, interesting. Not so much Jen, but more with Holly. So mm-hmm. the pull-up bar is on one side of the house. She works out in the garage. So if you're doing a workout where you're trying to mix pull-ups into something that becomes an issue in terms of just trying to make it work. We were even talking the other day, there was a workout with wall walks. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to do the barbell complex, whatever was in that workout, the barbell movement, but I also want to do the wall walk, but I can't do that in our garage because it's gross. Do you do the wall climbs upstairs? Yeah, I'll do them upstairs. I'll even actually do them behind you right now. I'll close that door. I'll take off that painting and I'll do the wall walks up there. It's good to know. You take down the nun on the bike? I take down your mother's painting of a nun riding a bicycle. Oh boy. I don't know if Jesus knows that. Yeah, it's all right. It's been good. We've been trying to sort of adjust to the extent possible and trying to keep people engaged and active and do whatever we can. I do feel that we're starting to, not that opening up is going to be happening anytime 
in the next week or so. But I feel like we're starting to see that light at the end of the tunnel. This is going to be happening or we will be opening up again. I think it's going to be very different once we do open up again. Yeah, opening in some capacity. And a lot of what we were doing before we shut down, I think that's going to be in place once we open back up again in terms of reserving classes, limiting capacity. Mike and I were talking, I think we'll be running the gym like Battle for the Bell for a bit. This is your square. This is your workout area. This is your equipment. And everything kind of stays in that one spot. Yeah, you guys are thinking about it. You're already thinking through. So I think once it actually happens, you'll have a plan in place and it'll be good. One of my biggest concerns right now is just sort of being able to stock up on general cleaning supplies which I know are still very hard to get, but things like Lysol wipes, toilet paper, paper towels, which we had some of at the gym, considering the state of everything, we didn't have a stockpile like we probably should have. Well, my friend Victoria accidentally bought 144 rolls of toilet paper the other day. So if you need some from her. She accidentally bought 144? She bought toilet paper and they said it was out of stock. And she, you know, they said it was in stock. She put it in her cart. She bought it. She paid for it. The next day or the day after that, they sent her a message and said, sorry, it's actually out of stock. And she went, okay, no worries. And so she bought it from another place thinking it was going to be out of stock for like four weeks. And then she would maybe get it in four to six weeks and it wouldn't be a big deal. Well, it came back into stock the next day and then she got the delivery of all of her toilet paper in one day and she ended up accidentally ordering and having now 144 rolls of toilet paper. It's good to know. Yes, yeah, so we can take some off her okay, hands. Okay, so, so we have options. She may sell it to you at a higher price, but it's available. We, we can talk. That's negotiable. Sure. One of the other things that we, we were talking about, Kathleen, was top shows that you've been watching during quarantine. I, I know Tiger King has been a big one. Yes. I think everyone's kind of gotten through that masterpiece at this point. Yeah, it was wonderful. Well, you and I actually watched it separately, so I feel like we actually need to talk about it now. Yeah, we, we couldn't. <laughs> Watch it together. We were on different schedules for that one. We were, and I wasn't willing to wait for you. I'll, I'll, I'll take that blame. Oh, I appreciate that. I just wanted to watch it because after you watch the first episode, you just can't shut your eyes. You can't I stop. No, no spoilers. So that was wonderful. I had never watched Shit's Creek before, so I'm finally watching that series on Netflix, and I love it so much. Yeah, I, I've heard very good things about that show. It's so good. It's Eugene Levy and Dan Levy, and it's very similar to Eugene Levy in like Best in Show. But it has so many more like wonderful storylines. Like I literally cried at an episode the other day, and it's like a comedy, but it, it just tugs at the heartstrings, and it's about this family basically coming together after they went through this hardship, and it's hilarious, and all the characters are still who they are, which is they were originally a very rich family that lost all their money and then has to move to this town. So they all still have their general characteristics, but they evolve as people. And now, That show is coming to an end. Is the final is the finale actually out now, or yes. is the finale going to be released? The finale was already shown. It's a Canadian show. Okay. So they already played it, but it hasn't come to the U.S. yet. So it's not on Netflix yet in the U.S. So, yeah, season six, and then that's the end. But, of course, you know me. I, like, need to know what happens. I kind of already know how it ends. Just because I read so many articles and I subscribe to their Facebook page. Yeah, I, I do the exact same thing and I'm I'm awful about that. I need to know. It doesn't take away anything for it from me. I'm happy. I just need to know. 
Sometimes it does. So, I mean, even with the podcast S-Town, which was a great show, uh, you know, I listened to episode one of that and I got really into it. And then I listened to it while I was driving someplace being like, oh, this is a great show. So I ended up Googling it for a little bit. And then it was just spoiler alert. Oh yeah, that did happen to you. It, that didn't happen to me. I didn't know. As soon as it came out, I started listening to it just on like a hunch. It hadn't like blown up yet. So I didn't know what it was about. And yeah, I got to the second episode and they kind of gave you that clip hanger and i was yeah. like oh, what it was I, I was shocked i was shocked yeah i didn't know what was coming the fact that i sort of had that spoiler alert online kind of took away that whole that shock factor for me but yeah i understand that wait what are you watching besides tiger king so i feel like i've been i kind of watch obscure shows which i'm sure you know i am aware that's why i'm asking there's one show called abstract which i'm really into i've been enjoying that one that's all about just different designers whether they're architects fashion designers uh typography designers even just breaking down their sort of design process and looking at how they sort of approach their craft which i've been super fascinated by that show that's on netflix right that's on netflix i've also discovered recently that amazon prime has a lot of really good documentaries on them there was one that was all about the power glove for nintendo Okay. Which I don't know if you you'd appreciate it. I don't even know what a power glove is. You know what a so you really don't. No. Okay. Um, Did you ever see the movie The Wizard growing up? Oh boy. (laughs) Oh boy. So much to talk about. Um, So the power glove was it was for Nintendo. It was a glove that you wore on your hand, and it had this cage-like structure that went around the TV. And the idea was you could point your fist at the TV and control the video game through your hand. And it was this cultural icon. And it it was absolutely horrendous to use. Like you couldn't play any games on it. It was basically unusable. But it, it sort of created this whole, it's become an icon in terms of the video game industry and culture in some ways. That Interesting. There are people now who collect power gloves. There's one guy who the, the documentary was on and he wears it in public like it's a fashion accessory every day. Sure. But it was actually a very interesting product where it was a combination of Nintendo and I think, I feel what the toy company was at the time that actually manufactured it, but it was a bit of a partnership at the time and just to get out to market, things were released much quicker than they should have been and it created this whole disconnect between having the product get out there and then there weren't any games that were actually available for it. So they had to try to retrofit it to the games that were out there and it was just this whole screwed up thing. Interesting. But there was a movie that got made in the, I think, late 80s called The Wizard that was all about this whole video game competition this kid traveling across the country and in that movie was one of the big things was the reveal of the power glove got it it's very exciting stuff the other documentary that i really enjoyed was called jacob yes you mentioned that i think i mentioned this one to you it's only about like 45 minutes and this guy he is a professor out of new york city somewhere he has i don't know nine to 12 degrees ranging from medicine to law to english and he's definitely somewhere in the autistic spectrum and he's become an author, a playwright, and just all these things. And it's just one of those people who's just such an interesting character. Smart dude. And he's just so unique in some ways. I was just sort of fascinated by the whole story. So I ended up buying Jerry Liu a couple of his books as his oh, short stories. Oh, that's a great idea. Just to get her opinion on them, because I know she'll get through them much quicker than I would. Oh, she will. And she has really been enjoying them, she said. So I, I feel like that's been it for me right now. Nice. Kathleen, I think the last question I'd like to sort of wrap up today with is... Looking at, you know, the gym is shut down right now. There are many businesses that are shut down that have been impacted by this. What is something like, what are you looking forward to opening back up and going to? It's not a business. It's 
a gathering of anyone outside of our household. Just people. Just mostly. people. I just, I miss my parents. I miss my friends. Even if like it's just a small group of them. I just want to, you know, hang out. Your siblings, your family. We saw them briefly the other night, which is really nice. We did. Bernie. We went to visit the old man. And we um, stood six feet apart. Although you and I also stood six feet apart, which didn't necessarily make sense. Yeah, I like to keep my space from you. Sure. Uh, but yeah, we all kind of stood six feet apart and said hi to Bernie, and yeah, and it was good. But it was, uh, but you know, I, I hardly see humans in real life anymore, especially since you're now working remotely. Where I think even just the whole interaction of going into the office, buying gas, just going out more. Yeah, I just don't even see anyone. So it's more of people. Just happy to see people. Just getting together with people. Yeah, because my other answer would have been figs in Newtown to get their potato pie, but they are. Working at a limited schedule, so we still have access to the potato pie when need be. Which was a very good discovery that we made this past week. Well, because they weren't completely prepared right away for online or for orders in general. Right. They actually shut down a little longer. So, and they were only doing dinner menus. They weren't doing their pizza menu, but now they're doing their pizza menus. Everything is okay. I at least have that to keep me going. Everything's okay. We still have pizza. We still have. Our favorite pizza. We do. Yeah. So for me, it's going to be the barbershop. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. I, I feel like I, I'm really looking forward to getting a haircut. This is getting a little bit long for me. Are you going to make me cut your hair in the next four weeks? I don't think so. You're going to let it grow? Yeah, I was just going to let it go if that's okay. Sure. If it gets really crazy, we can talk. Maybe go with like a mullet of some sort or just a skullet, just shave the top part. Sure. Or, or mohawk. You took a photo of me the other day where it looked like I had a mohawk. I got like, like three morning. text yeah. messages from people asking if you had a mohawk. So no mohawk. Yeah, no. But um, yeah, I was just going to let it go. And then hopefully once things start opening back up, I will uh, reach out to Utah the barber and he'll uh, he'll clean me up. So wait, is this a diss to me that you don't feel like I'm capable of just buzzing your head? Uh, this is a trap question if it's, I've heard one. It's not a this trap. It's a total trap. It's a question. Are you really okay with your hair getting longer or you're just concerned with me cutting The thing is, that since we're not going out anywhere, it doesn't bother me. Like, I just wear hats around the house all day anyways because my head's always cold. Your head is cold. I don't know why my head's always cold. but So I just wear hats around the house all day, and yeah, I think we'll get through this. It's not just you. I would trust you to cut my hair. If you want to cut my hair, you can. We can do that as a bonding experience. I'm fine. See what you make me look like. We're bonded. We're bonded. So, Kathleen, thank you for being on the show again. Hey, yeah, of course. And joining us for another episode. And we will see everyone soon, hopefully. Thank you for listening to another episode of Strongtown Talks. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to leave us a rating or review. We are always grateful for any feedback we get.